Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 70, the best electronic planning tools for moms. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I had so much fun chatting with you guys last week about my paper planner, about what to look for in a paper planner, and why I think that paper planners are the greatest things since sliced bread, even though they've been around forever. Um, But now we're going to turn the conversation to electronic planning tools. So just because I feel like a paper planner for me, and I think for most of us, really is the most effective, that doesn't mean there's not a time and a place for electronic planning tools for moms. So we all talk often about how moms wear all the hats, right? From chef to taxi driver to doctor to everything else. So as a mom, we've got to find ways to keep all of that organized. Like I said last week, planning is one of the pillars of the planned, prepped, and productive brand because learning to manage your mealtimes and evenings better and finding more peace comes down to a little planning. I used to go back and forth about whether electronic planning or paper planning was better. And the conclusion I came to is that they both are good and they both work for certain things. Like I said last week, ultimately, I'm obsessed with my custom paper planner and 75% of my planning occurs there. But there are times that electronic tools come in clutch. So I wanted to share some of my favorites with you today. Keep in mind that I'm sharing the tools that work for me, for my way of thinking, for my habits and for my goals. The thing about planning is that it can work for everyone but there isn't a one size fits all solution because we're all in different phases with different goals and we all have different personalities. But I do want to talk about one of my favorite quotes from the book, Alice in Wonderland. And it says this one day, Alice came to a fork in the road and she saw a Cheshire cat in a tree. Which road do I take? She asked, where do you want to go? Was his response. I don't know. Alice answered. Then said the cat, it doesn't matter. So the first thing you need to do, whether you're choosing an electronic planning tool or a paper planning tool, is to decide what your goal is, what you need these tools to do for you, because without a goal, you're not going to get anywhere. Hopefully, once you make the choice of where you want to go, then you can easily find which of these tools will best meet your needs. Because I'm generally a paper planner, I like to use web tools that support me in my goals and can come in clutch when I don't have my planner on me. Um, Also, one of the biggest drawbacks to paper planners is that they are really only as helpful as you allow them to be, meaning that my paper planner can't send me a push notification to my phone to remind me about my doctor's appointment. I have to actually look at my planner frequently for it to do its job. So there definitely are times that electronic tools can be really useful. So let's dig into the electronic tools that I love the most and how I use them as a mom and small business owner and to support me in my goals. So 
My number one favorite electronic tool is Evernote. So Evernote is not new, and a lot of people think it hasn't kept up well with other planning options out there, but I don't care. I'm still recommending it. I'm loyal through and through, though I will admit that the design isn't nearly as beautiful or as streamlined as other systems I've tried, but I continue to use it because I love the way it works. So Evernote is simply a note-taking app. Um, What I love most about it is that it reminds me of taking notes in a basic paper notebook, which since you know I love paper, that appeals to me. Um, As a person who's done the majority of her planning in regular composition notebooks for the past 10 years, this is really appealing. So within Evernote, you can set up different notebooks and then you can write individual notes in each of the notebooks. So to explain this, in my Evernote... I have a personal notebook, a blog projects notebook, a recipes notebook, a home projects notebook, you name it. Um, You can also clip things from the web to save them for later. You can add pictures and all of your notebooks are searchable. This is the really cool thing because if you are like me and have just carried a notebook around that you write all of your important things in, then you know what a pain it can be when you need to find something later. You know what's in the book, so that's good, but you have to just look for the page, right? Where if you use Evernote, you can simply search for the terms of what it is you're looking for and it will pop right up. Um, Honestly, the biggest reason that I love Evernote is that I'm not naturally organized. And I know that's a little unique for a planning and productivity podcaster and blogger, but I think that makes me all the more useful for you. I've had to work my tail off to find systems that work for me because it's not intuitive. So my Evernote that I use is really only as organized as it needs to be. So there's loads of random notes in there. um, And I write anything I need to remember for later. And I put it in the correct notebook. But other than that, I don't need to be super organized because I can easily search and find whatever I need at a later date. So Evernote is the most effective for keeping track of all of the zillions of things and projects going on in your mom brain all the time. Um, It's not my go-to tool for to-do lists or scheduling, though, so let's dig into some tools that I like better for those things. So let's talk about Todoist. Todoist is the bomb. I honestly don't use it as frequently anymore because I do rely so heavily on my paper planner, but if you are the type that wants to go fully digital with your planning, then this is the tool for you. This is the best app for getting stuff done. You can create tasks, you can create categories of tasks, you can write notes about tasks, you can make the tasks recurring, meaning that you can get a reminder every Tuesday that it's bathroom cleaning day, or maybe you don't really wanna do that, but you could. Um, One really cool thing about Todoist is that you can link your tasks to Google Calendar, which is another wonderful tool that we're gonna talk about. Um, And you can have all of your tasks pop up um, as they're due, right? So Todoist is great for setting and forgetting. So you can really just take one day or a few hours one day to set up a lot of um, goals, routines, habits. um, And the reminders can help you actually do and make those things a habit. Um, One thing I want to mention about planning is that you can have too much of a good thing Um, So once you've made something a routine or a habit, 
that you don't need a planner for, that's better. So be sure and take those things out of your planner once you feel like you have a handle on them. And that can help you feel um, a little bit less overwhelmed with all of the tasks that these planning tools are asking you to do. Because if it's a habit, you really don't need to write it down. It might make you feel better to cross it off, but ultimately it's not helping you move forward towards your goals. So only put in things that you're working on or things that you actually need um, help with, and you'll find that your planning is a lot more effective. And Todoist is a great tool for doing all of that. So I'll link to that so you can check it out. Okay, so the next thing I wanna talk about is Amazon Alexa lists. And, And this seems kind of silly to talk about because it's so simple or basic. So I was almost embarrassed to put it down, but sometimes simple is best. I love using my Amazon Echo um, to give me reminders or to make grocery lists. And the reason I love it so much is because one of the big drawbacks to electronic planning tools we talked about is the way that it tethers us to our phones in a world where we're already super tethered to our phones, right? Um, So using my Amazon Echo allows me to disconnect from my phone, um, but I still don't forget the important things. So sometimes if I were using a reminder on my phone, I'd get on the phone to put in the reminder, but I would also, you know, open Facebook, open Instagram, open Amazon and like make my rounds before I put the phone back down, which could end up being a 20 or 30 minute affair, right? where with Alexa, I can just quickly ask her to add something to my grocery list or to remind me to do something. And I know I'm not going to forget, but I don't have to turn to my device, right? I really love this about Amazon Alexa. She can remind me of things without letting me get sucked into the vortex of my phone. All right, so the next tool I wanna talk about is Google Calendar. And this is another one of those tools that seems really obvious, but I'm still giving it a mention. Um, Google Calendar is my favorite tool for collaboration. Um, In general, my paper planner works just fine for me to put my appointments in, but for collaborative things like things that you do with your spouse or things that are going on with your kid's school or things that you're doing for work, um, it's much better to have a collaborative calendar. And because so many people use it, it works really well to use Google Calendar to collaborate. Um, I absolutely loved Google Calendar when my husband was in school because I could easily check to see if he had something going on that I'd forgotten about if he wasn't home that evening. Um, Google Web Tools, while we're talking about Google Calendar, is another really helpful uh, program. I love using Google Sheets and Google Docs. I love that when I use these things because they're cloud-based, I can access them from any device. Again, these are really great for sharing because you can have multiple people edit the documents. Um, I like to do our family budgeting using Google Sheets and any other tasks that I collaborate on with my spouse or with other work projects. If you have older kids with their own devices, you could also totally use Google Calendar and Google Web Tools to collaborate on projects with them as well. So the last electronic tool that I wanna talk about is a runner-up and it's called Trello. A lot of moms and business owners love Trello for planning. Um, Like Todoist, it can link to your Google Calendar and it is super feature rich. It's similar to Evernote in that you can create different boards, which are sort of like notebooks. You can also create cards, which are like individual notes. Um, And you can also make different views. So overall, it's a more visually pleasant experience and you can kind of change it up to meet your 
style, if that makes sense. But the only reason it's just getting an honorable mention from me is simply because despite having all the features I need, I just couldn't seem to stick to it. Maybe it's just a habit that I've been using these other tools for longer, or there's something about the other programs that I use that works better for my brain, but it's definitely something worth checking out to see if it clicks with how you work because it is a really great program. All right, there are two more things I wanna talk about, and these are electronic apps that are really great for family organization, but they didn't necessarily fit directly, perfectly into planning, but I still find them extremely useful, so I thought I'd bring them up anyway. So the first tool is called Calendly. So Calendly is a scheduling system that allows you to input your availability and then lets other people make appointments with you based on your availability. It's awesome because it converts time zones. So if you're doing any work with people out of the state, it's really helpful for that because you don't have to do the time zone math. Um, It also links with Zoom and Google Calendar and other programs making any scheduling of meetings that you need to do a seamless experience. So I don't know about you, but the back and forth of scheduling meetings or appointments drives me crazy, but Calendly takes out so much of the headache. Um, I personally use it to schedule podcast interviews. Um, That's what I use it for most, but there are endless uses and it could even be helpful to set up playdates or church or PTA meetings or anything else when you don't want to have to do the back and forth of your schedule. You can just say, here's my calendar, here's my schedule, schedule a time. So I really, really like that. If you have those kinds of needs, check out Calendly. And the last one, I honestly hesitated putting this on because it's not really an app, it's an entire bank. Um, But for finances and banking, it took me years to find a system that worked for our family. Um, I tried Wave, I tried other budgeting apps, and ultimately there was just too much bookkeeping and I'd stop keeping up. But enter SoFi Online Banking. Like I said, I was hesitant to put this on here because if you want to check it out, it would involve you getting a brand new bank account, but their system is so seamless that it will literally take you two seconds to do this. You can do it all online and you will love it, so it's totally worth it. But SoFi is an online bank, um, but the thing that sold me on them for life is a feature that their bank account has called vaults. So vaults allow you to segment your money into different folders for better organization. So instead of having your savings account all in one gigantic pot, you can make different folders within your saving account. So you can have a folder for vacations, a folder for your emergency fund, a folder for home projects, etc. This is literally the only thing that has worked um, to help me budget because now I can easily see where all of the money I have needs to go, where with a traditional budget, I just saw a big giant lump and would assume I had money to spend, but sometimes I wouldn't be able to allocate it correctly later. Um, And I honestly just didn't have a good idea of what money was needed where because all I saw was a big lump sum, right? So now I can move all of the money to the appropriate vaults when we get paid and I know exactly how much money I have to spend in each category. So how I like to think of this is like an electronic version of an envelope system. Um, SoFi also just added a credit card as well, which was the only thing it was missing. So 
Now I can do my weekly spending on the credit card and then pay off the credit card from the correct vaults. Um, and my money always stays organized. It's seriously amazing. So if traditional budgets haven't worked out for you and you want something easy, check out SoFi. All right, I hope you found some new tools that you might want to try for keeping all of your many mom hats on straight. I know I didn't cover everything you might need, um, but I hope I covered several um, bases with different apps and programs that you might need to organize your life as a mom. So what do you think? What are your favorite electronic planning tools? Are there any tools that you want to know more about or tools that you wish I would have covered on here? Let me know. Send me a DM at Plan Prepped and Productive or send me an email, Amanda at CallMeBetty.com. I'm so grateful to all of you for tuning in. And I hope these planning episodes have been helpful for you to start to get your life organized and see how much peace you can feel just by taking a little bit of time to plan. Thanks again, friends, for being here. If you like the podcast, give it a review, share it with your friends. And until next week, happy planning.